salam and good evening to you worthy friends. Um, yeah, this is coming to you late, and this is the episode where I have just come out of watching that wonderful movie called Noah with Russell Crowe that came out in like 2014 or whatnot. I know I'm late to the party, but uh, I'm here to talk about that movie. And for those of you who have seen it, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the whole thing. Um, but let's just roll right into it. That's what we need to do. So anyway, I'm going to get into some spoilers and whatnot. I think it's kind of worth checking out because it does raise a lot of questions and messages and things like that. That's the beginning the thing that I'm going to throw out there. But if you haven't seen it and you don't and you care, you know, that you attend to see it eventually, you better stop right now and just move along. But if you want to hear my thoughts on it and where you want to go with it, you better keep on listening. All right, I'm going to give you five seconds starting, I don't know, about now. I mean, think about it. You know, is gonna do anything about it? You gonna think about it? Gonna do it's coming up Okay, here we go. Alright. So Noah, right. And I'm trying to recall all the fun little details that were in those couple of chapters in Genesis, right? And uh looking back on it, uh they take uh, quite a few liberties with this movie. Um well, okay, let's just let's just start with the overview. All right, let's just start big and then we'll we'll work even smaller. Uh Noah as as a movie in general, uh I'm going to probably throw it at a 6 out of 10 just just for what it was. Um the, I mean might be maybe a 6.5 just because of the idea that I I liked uh some of the things that I saw and I liked some of the messages that were kind of brought out. The filming was cool and there was definitely some goodness in there. However, that being said, both looking at it as being just its own singular image and and an art piece, maybe not shown to as as far as people going like, what's Noah about? Having no idea what what Genesis brought about, and is is one story, and then going to the biblical version that we have all been a part of, if you started from the beginning of this podcast, uh, and looking at that and going. Hmm. Okay. So if you look at it from both messages of like haven't haven't read the Bible and have read the Bible, there's still quite a few like what the fucks in through there. Yeah, that are kind of kind of glaring in certain ways and kind of not. So here we go. Uh, so I'm gonna say six point five out of ten. All right. And most of those good notes. So let's start with the good stuff. Uh, they got some really good actors to be. To be, uh, to be certain characters like uh, Methuselah and Noah and uh, sons and wives of certain folks, uh, of Shem and Ham and and all them, uh, they they got some really cool scenery. They got kind of a new way to look at the Ark, which I kind of dug. Uh, they brought a sense of urgency to the whole thing, uh, and they they brought some new ideas. I think certainly to the game that I kind of enjoyed and liked being hit over the head with a 2x4 with, which I very much enjoy hearing that in movies when I just get hit over the head with a 2x4 and go like, did you get the message? And I like that. However, uh, we're not here to talk about the good things um, necessarily. I mean, we're here to talk about good things, but not necessarily entirely the good shit. But there's certainly 
quite a bit of glaringly badness. Um, oh, I also liked the the setting of of this entire movie, uh, that everything was kind of just dead or dying, until um, until the seed of Eden was pretty much planted, and then and then things started to kind of happen. Where I think this movie really lost itself. It seemed to start in a hole, and what I mean by that is. You ever hear about the the term you you wrote yourself into a hole? Well, it kind of started with being in a and just stuck in in not a good way. And it seemed to like solve its problems with just getting fantastical. In in ways that didn't need to happen, I don't think. And ways that were like, well, it solves a problem, but it just makes it kind of weird, doesn't it? It makes it kind of strange. Uh, the one thing in particular being the Watchers. Now, I don't remember reading about them, but there might be a sentence that might have been there, but they, Kane was a part of the Watchers, the Watchers were watching over Kane. I don't really remember. I'm not sure that even happened. Fact remains that the, I do like the idea of fallen angels helping out and so on, and if they did hit the earth, they'd probably be some rock golem things. Creatively, I think that's a really good idea. I think that if you're going to do something like that, hey, that's the way to go, and I think it was well-informed as to that decision. But it's also obviously a means to an end, uh, in so much as, well, how do we do this? How do we answer that question? Because there's a lot of unanswered questions in the Bible, let's be honest. That's why we're doing this podcast, right? That being said, it it seemed to raise a bit more questions than it needed to, and it seemed to be so misplaced in in this particular world. I bought the dying and dead world. I bought uh, a bit of magic. I bought a bit of that. I did not buy the Watchers. These these fallen angels who who were kind of saved because I think we saw some of them helping out Cain or the son of Cain or whoever the big bad guy uh, in in the beginning when he kills Noah's father, which I don't think that happened either. If we're to assume, if we're taking it from the story of of the Bible. Uh, if we're not taking it entirely from the side of the Bible, the death of uh, Noah's father is a is a point that goes like, oh, okay, there's there's some bad blood going, as well as the only person he can look up to is Methuselah. Again, the writing feels very much a need to an end that, again, didn't need to necessarily be there. As well as, how does a 300-and-something-year-old man with a couple of sons build an ark, you know? And, I mean, they answered that question quite nicely, but, you know, it, it might have been better answered, I think, if maybe they, they brought the animals in with that. The animals helped to build the ark. I probably would have bought that in an instant, you know? Uh, but, eh, I didn't. These rock golem sort of creations and creatures didn't really sit that well with me. I mean, they were cool, they were badass and whatnot, but it just felt... Ugh, it felt like such a... Final answer to something. You know, it just wasn't a good thing. Uh, let's see, what else? So, uh... I liked Russell Crowe's performance. Jennifer Connelly is a good actress. She is a fine actress. However, in this, I don't think she was led properly. Uh, a part of a director's job is to make sure that everything kind of just flows nicely, and I think 
Miss Connolly might have been either assumed she was doing the right thing or she she went a little far in certain ways. And I think if we either brought her back or just molded her a little bit more, I think things have been fine. Even Miss Emma Watson, who is a wonderful actress and a patron of this time and age. There were not as many notes, but I think, and I'm going to blame the script on this, uh, the, the people who are in this are proven actors and they have done a good job, even with this. However, they have not done a stunning job. And part of that is with the script and a lot of questions that go like, we have to ask the audience a lot to follow along with this. We can follow along that there are bad guys. We can follow along that there is a family that needs to find shelter and home and that they believe in the creator and that the creator will provide. Easy enough. Rock people, okay, we can kind of follow, but you're going to have to give us a minute to kind of follow it. But there's just... There wasn't enough of that, and there was a lot of just added things that I think, as I was watching the movie, going, you don't have a lot of faith in your own in the story itself, I don't think. Which is probably why it marks itself even lower, I think. And what I say by that is that they felt I felt like they had to add so much more than was needed, than what was necessary. Not necessarily to answer questions, but just to fill up holes that they were trying to fill or felt, felt that they needed to fill. And that with the tools provided, they didn't bring it back. And I remember distinctly, we didn't see these rock people in the trailer at all. Because I think if we did, we'd have lost any people seeing this movie. And so I think they used it as a surprise tactic to go like, what the fuck? And anybody watching this movie would say, what the fuck? Or what the damn hell? Or whatever the hell. It's not necessary. It's not needed, frankly. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, like, like the threat of the man, that, that, that men were of, uh, definitely a threat. I liked that we got to see just the, the cannibalism, the terror, the... The evil that they were. Certainly, I that was great. I went, got it, they're bad guys. There is not much of, to be redeemed here. But even so, we still got kind of a message from our big bad guy that on the opposite end, we're here to save the creatures and kill ourselves, which was Noah's whole thing, which I take not so greatness with, but I understood. And he just kind of went further with that, and it was like, ooh, rain that shit back, buddy. Uh... And but we get okay, so we get this whole like we gotta protect the earth, which means the animals, which they were pure, they were good, they haven't changed despite the fact that they were eating each other and killing each other, but they were doing it for food. And you know, if you think a little bit beyond just the image of things, you you see quite a bit more. Noah, meanwhile, was very much seemingly face value with the idea of Animal good, people bad, people need die, we people, we die. As opposed to our main villain guy who goes like, no, no, no. To be human is to be the master of everything. And he's not necessarily wrong, but there is, I think there's a certain gray area. Like a, a good medium pose to hit. It isn't save the planet, kill yourselves, and it's not kill the animals so you can live. If these are both the extremes on either end. 
There's something in the middle, I think. <laughs> and if it's using snakes to power energy generators, then great, fine. <laughs> or whatever, I don't know. Um, so yeah, talking about the the messages of this whole thing. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of cool little little messages that just kind of come through of blessings and and ideas and thoughts that are really kind of cool to ponder and wonder about this movie. And I think that's what made me kind of enjoy the movie throughout. Because it's kind of these ebbs and flows of messages and ideas, and I dug it. However, the execution on Noah, Noah's end, so we're going to jump over to his. Because uh, Emma Watson has two girls. Now, if I remember right in the story, we have wives of these sons. All of them, it seems. And it's a-okay, it's great, it's wonderful, everything kind of works out, and no one really complains. And that's fine, but it doesn't really put us in the area of there's trouble in paradise. I like that she was barren. I like the idea that she got blessed in that sort of way, but we didn't necessarily need to see that Ham was going to be running off somewhere. Not like we were going to make a sequel to this, because looking at it, no one's going to really be wanting a sequel. Let's just be fair with this. I'm sorry, but it's it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I should, no. What's going to be the sequel? It, there's nothing. There was nothing after that. Ham disappeared. I made fun of him. That's it. And, I mean, from I remember the biblical story, as far as I know, everybody just got to the whatever and let loose the ark, and, and everybody just kind of lived out their lives, and everybody was great. Noah, meanwhile, took the idea of... We as humans are bad, therefore we must die, and so we must kill everything and anything. Uh, you, we, and as he says, the Noah and his wife will die, and the oldest and them will bury him, and then it'll just continue on, and the last son will just age and die and become dust. It'll be nothing else. And I suppose at that point we believe that Emma Watson was was barren, or at least Noah was thinking that she was barren, but then she started being like, no, I'm pregnant, holy fuck, and then this really crazy turn, this stupid turn of events, because we wanted, I guess they wanted to see a man that was no people needed to survive, and if that's the fucking case, then punch her in the stomach right there. What's the point? If you bring up, and if the idea, and the thing they put in the, the show was like, if it's a boy, we'll keep it, I guess, but if it's a girl, I'll kill it, which goes, that's fucking retarded. As, as best as I can put it, and I know some people listening to this will go like, stop the word to, to end the word or something. No, that was a fucking stupid decision. Because if, if we're looking at it from both ends, if you're looking at it from the extreme that Noah's looking at it, and as I said before, if you're seeing that we all need to die anyway, what's the fucking point? I guess to see them to an island of some sort and just let the creatures go at that point? Why wouldn't you start slitting throats at that point? Then. Because how many people does it really take to, you know, let loose all the creatures from an ark? Not many. You open the gate, animals are going to flood through. It's going to be fine. You really only needed one person at that. So why don't you just start slitting throats? On the other end of that, if you're waiting for her to have a kid, and if it's a boy, you're already just self-killing yourself. I would have flipped that. If it's a boy, we're just going to kill it. If it's a girl... Maybe we'll give this whole life thing a shot. And maybe it's a thing, they wanted to bring this message of, no, you were given the choice of love and mercy, which is a s 
stupid way to kind of come about this. It kind of worked in its own sort of way, but to make us go through this adventure of like, is Noah the bad guy really in this? Dumb. We didn't need that message, I don't think. We really didn't. Because it didn't really give us much of anything. I, I really don't think it did. And maybe, maybe at the end it was this message that to be like, no, no, we chose mercy and it was supposed to be this reflection of Noah to God, that this wrath of killing all people was, was a thing. But we, I kind of got that by seeing that there's mercy in, in letting a small group of people live that make us even more inbred than we probably already are, etc., etc., there's not to say that there's other people who didn't make a boat, and there's not other people to say that we, you know, are, that ham went off and fucked up some more people, and it was great at time. <sighs> that being said, uh, it, was, it was a dumb decision. And I think the script killed it. Like, right from kind of the get-go, I was like, uh, I'm not sure. Also, if, for those who have seen it, the beginning narration bit, while kind of cool, give us like three more seconds with that text. Like it was just... Like if you're not kind of a speed reader or someone who doesn't want to kind of enjoy the lettering that's coming up, it's kind of shitty. Not to mention also, it kind of felt a little honky-donky. Like something that shouldn't have been uh, spent that much money on to have that kind of like a old-timey beginning narration. Now, there was another part that was... I like the the photography of the entire thing, and I think that was a really cool thing that added to this. So there was a couple of photography moments that were hundreds of photos of this stream that came from the, the Seed of Eden that traveled throughout, and it was really cool to see that build up, and the, the animals followed the water, and it brought in people. I got it. That was cool. I dug it. That made sense to me. It seemed to be uh, building that sort of thing, as well as we build this idea of evolution being a part of creation, too. I dug it. It made sense. It was combining these two worlds, and I think that worked out really well. Uh, around the end of it, which, again, we're gonna, I'm going to make this small note, this movie didn't want to end. This movie should have ended like half an hour before it ended. It took for fucking ever. Um, photography, right. Uh, there was the evolution scene. Oh, and then there was the multicultural death scenes uh, of of looking at we could be kind, but we're trying to kill each other kind of thing. And I really dug that. And I think a lot of people resonate can resonate with that sort of message. I really think we can. It's a shame that it's attached to a movie that is not so fantastic. Not so holding true to things and using other thing that dug them into uh, plot devices that dug them into a hole to get a message that they could have probably done better. I think. Uh, this movie did not seem to want to end. <laughs> For those of you who again watched it, it felt very much like, all right, come on now. By the time everyone was kind of getting flooded and killed. I did like that they had, like, a bunch of people on, like, a small mountain that was getting, like, flooded. And these waves are hitting and people are crying and, you know, out for Noah and their ark. And they're like, well, you could send out ropes and so on and so forth. And no, no, we can't do that. We got to deal with the screams of these bad people. 
which they might have been bad. I mean, there was some good in there, which made me wonder why we needed to see uh, Ham's wife or girlfriend in this particular one, very short-timey girl, who I think should have become the wife, but why did she need to leave? Because I think Shem and Ham both had wives, as I recall. This uh, Noah's sons and Noah's sons' wives, as I recall the Genesis whole thing being. Now, in this, they're running, they're running away, I totally got it, and she gets trapped by this thing that we're seeing earlier, which is nice. I, I like the kind the thing that this, this movie does really well, they set up something and they bring it back around. It, they did that fine. It's a shame that what they brought around uh, was not that grand. It's like, okay, we're seeing this. What's that going to bring out? Oh, it's going to bring out this. But there really wasn't a payoff for certain things. You know? In this, they she's trapped in like a bear trap kind of a thing. And, and uh, Ham tries to get her out. Niall, I think her name is. They say her name is, and he tries to get her out, and we can't, and then Noah shows up, and we're like, oh, fuck yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna get her out. Nope. He takes his son and just shoves him away, and then, you know, just keeps on pushing and being like, no, there's nothing we can do for her, because guys are coming, and they're gonna raid and fuck up the, the Ark and stuff. And that was a missed opportunity. Uh, because I think that just, that just started the decline of Noah. And maybe that's what they needed. That's what they wanted to do in this particular film. But I would have probably taken it in a different route. I would have kept her along. I would have... Noah's the strong one. He's big. He just rips her out of it. And it's this idea of get the family out of there. They just make it to the Ark. And then there's the golems with... The fallen angels with the chains, which was awesome, by the way. But eh, I don't know. Uh, we didn't need it. We didn't need the the golems necessarily i mean we needed something to help us out build the thing but there's there's a better way uh the golems i mean they they stopped the the tide of the people but couldn't like the geysers eventually do it anyway i'm getting ahead so he leaves her there to die and she gets trampled by the onslaught of just thousands of people trying to get on this ark and kill everybody and it's a bad time so we just kill that relationship right there. But we begin this relationship with the big bad guy who steals aboard the ship and Ham, which is brings about just the only thing that brings it about, the only reason to do that is to have the one message on the other side of the fence, the extremist uh, message of we are the masters, not them. We're not cohabitators, we are the masters. Shepherds is too light, masters is just right, cohabitants is too far too low. Not really worth it. We could have gotten that much earlier. We could have gotten that at some point while he was being king of these people, that we are masters of these fuckers. I'd have gotten that message. That'd have been fine. We didn't need to hear it from Ham. And Ham became a motherfucker. I hated him. Like, there was not much of a redeeming quality. Just a kid who... The message there was to be like, well, you need to become a man, da-da-da. And then, yeah, it was a device to... To what kind of man will you become? And you watch that, and you kind of... Not a fan. Not a fan. Sorry. Um, fuck, what else? The imagery was great. Uh, we got the rainbow at the end that didn't really get mentioned. I kind of dug the snake thing, but it didn't... It didn't really ring... 
true as anything. It didn't need to be much of anything. You could have just as easily rubbed your, th like, Russell Crowe's thumb over the child's head and it had been fine doing the whole Simba thing. You'd have been fine. You'd have been great. You'd been, you could have ran through that and been crystal clear. No. <laughs> it was, it was bad. I think I'm going to leave it there. So that was my review of Noah. I will say I'm glad I watched it. There were some things to think about, certainly. If you guys saw it and had different reactions, thoughts, concerns, whatever, maybe answers for me, feel free. Send me a message to accordingtostupid at gmail.com uh, or something on the Twitter space at accordtostupid or, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Eventually, I'll be watching some more uh, shows. I think I have... Uh, Prince of Egypt to watch. I have uh, Joseph on because that's on Netflix, and I I'm gonna check out what else they have on Netflix for me to kind of look at and see. Um, but yeah, that's what I got right now. I'm gonna see what else we can do because I kind of enjoyed watching a movie and reviewing it on here. It was pretty cool. Sadly, I'm doing this on my own. Eventually, maybe someday I'll get someone else in this whole madness to to chat it out, and hopefully with my tax returns because I got them this year. Uh, I can have, uh, like, a second microphone and recording and so on, and that'll be a good time that I can actually have with someone else and have a back and forth, you know, with good technology and put it online and so on. And who knows, I might start another podcast. Who knows? I don't know. It might happen. Uh, that'll be cool. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Check out Noah if you like. Uh, I myself am not a huge fan of it. And it didn't necessarily have to do with the Bible. I probably could have taken the, the, the biblical story as, as face value as possible with some spatterings of what this movie gave me and been fine. But it, it, it went off in a direction that didn't necessarily need to be gone in, I don't think. Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening, and I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Bye now. Hey, hey, gang, 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 shut up. Um, so, listen, you need to go to bensound.com, all right? I'm not shitting you. You need to go there right now, check out some of their music, and really just get involved into their music. Just figure it all out. It'll be great. I appreciate it, and I think you will, too. Yeah.